All right, everybody, welcome back to Talk It Tall, episode six. We got a great episode planned. We have the tallest guest to date coming on. By far. Yep. Big Tall. surprise for everybody. Taller than us, which we don't like to admit, but yeah, um, we're really happy to have him on. You oh, guys yeah. are going to be excited. It's going to be a good interview. A lot of hype on this podcast today. Yeah, uh, let's get right into it. Welcome back to episode 6 of the only podcast by Tall Guys, for Tall Guys and Chicks. You guessed it, it is Talking Tall with so, Marco and Gino. Two, two tallest guys around, I'd say. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. We're in, we're in a groove right now, I'd say. Um, I kind of like this. I know we said we'd be recording two times a week, but I really like this Tuesday night record. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, we've been in a groove, so let's keep it up. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get up to two times a week. Maybe we'll get some bonus little segments during the week uh, we'll see what happens but yeah. we'll just plan on every tuesday night from here on out with maybe some bonus content to come and definitely uh we're going to be working more on keeping you updated on social media so follow our twitter yep at talking tall podcast give yep. that a follow we'll be tweeting out things keep you guys in the loop uh what's going on um i don't know if you guys can notice my, my voice is a little a little off i'm sick actually but yeah Nothing will stop me from recording this podcast. Still tall. Yep. It's pr- probably, it's a pretty tall move. Yeah. Recording a podcast with... It's like MJ. Yeah, this, this is my... This it is only my, makes him stronger. Yep. Exactly. Recording this podcast with strep throat. This is... Don't care. This is his, his flu game. Yep. All right, so let's get right into it. What do we got first? All right, first, we're going to be talking about the McGregor fight. Yeah, if, if you haven't heard about this, you've been living under a rock... What, what even happened? So, this is basically Malice in the Palace, but of the fight world. This was absolutely ridiculous. Now, yeah. less I think less fight about the talk has been going around than what's been going around I mean, about less, after less talk, the fight. Let's talk about the fight. Let's talk about the fight than about post-fight. Yeah. So, how do you say his name? Khabib? Khabib, yeah. Khabib versus McGregor. McGregor got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Which I don't know about I'm a huge McGregor fan, I don't know about you. Um, I like I like him as a character, but I think he also I mean the only time I really I heard of him first when he fought Mayweather. Yeah. He talked a lot and he got he got smacked and then he talked a lot about this fight, also got smacked, so yeah. I'm not sure if he really lives up to the hype. I know his record is great but Well I mean you can't hold the Mayweather fight against him because he went into Mayweather sport. So I mean, he deserves yeah. nothing but respect. That's true for the, for doing that. So obviously his record is impressive, but from the two fights, big fights that I've I've seen, I'm not impressed. Yeah. So post fight, I'm not sure how this even started. Khabib uh, forces McGregor to tap out, which is not a good look for McGregor. And then yeah. must have been some chatter going on. Khabib jumped over the fence and just went 
hog wild on everybody in the crowd. I think what he was going for was uh, McGregor's trainer. Yeah, and then some of Khabib's team jumped over and tried to fight McGregor, which I'm sure McGregor initiated, yeah. which is just a psychopath move. This well, man just got knocked, just got his <laughs> clock cleaned, and now yeah. he's going to go fight some more people. Well, I don't think, I, don't, I think he initiated it beforehand with his talk. I don't think he was doing it at that point because he was actually running away. Yeah, I guess. But then and, those guys got arrested. And I, I, w- I want to say that this is Khabib being just a trash, or just being trash in general, and this is like a bad look for him. But then again, I know that if McGregor did the same exact thing, I would love it. So that would yeah. be kind of hypocritical, hypocritical of me to um, to bash on Khabib for that. But I think the, the whole thing was pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, I think we got to look at it from Khabib's perspective too because I know this was 90% McGregor fans here, but... Like, McGregor was talking, being mad disrespectful for... But the th- I think the thing is, though, like, fighting against Conor McGregor, win or loss, yeah. just the fact that you're fighting against McGregor, he's making you so much money. Yeah, probably. Just because everyone, anyone... All eyes are all... Eyes are all like, up. you know how many people buy any fight that McGregor is, is, is in, no matter, like, who it's against? Okay. So he's making you so much money right there. And then just to flat out disrespect him like that, I, don't know, I didn't like it, but, I mean, it was definitely entertaining. And, I mean, talking about making people money, he's making those people, whoever makes the Irish flags, they're making ridiculous amounts of money off Yeah, them. right? Those guys in Ireland sewing up all these flags. Yeah, like. That's absurd. <laughs> Shout out to those guys grinding. Yeah, definitely tall guys. Anything else on the McGregor fight? Um, no, except for, I think, like, the night after he he scheduled a rematch. I saw that. I love that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And keep keep in mind, guys, we are we're tall guys. We're not we're not fighters. We're good at cuddling. All right, we don't we don't fight. I'm good at it. Chicks, chicks. Yeah. We're, we're lovers. We're not fighters. So we don't we don't really know what we're talking about, but we'll still talk about it. We talk can watch it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sox. Sox yeah. Yankees. We actually we're actually watching the yeah. game right now. Bottom of the fourth. Sox are up 4-0, looking to close out the series. Um, what have you thought so far about the Red Sox showing? So, I used to play baseball. Not a huge baseball guy when it comes to watching it. Were, were you good at baseball? I was pretty good. Big really? third baseman. Yeah, you, you know, Little League World, well, I mean, not World Series, but, you know, Little League Championships. Yep. Shout out Chris Dion. Chris Dion, yep. Family Pharmacy. But this series, I mean, obviously I'm a huge Red Sox guy and I hate the Yankees. Yeah. Just because of where I'm from and just because I love the, I love the Red Sox. And this has just been a horrible look for the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees are really... like I was not going to lie, I was worried about the Yankees. They have so yeah. much power. After the first game, I was... They have the ability to explode for 10-plus runs in any given inning with all the, the bat power that they have. But... Um, I mean, other than David Price flopping the other night, obviously Chris Sale's a stud. Porcello's dealing right now. And Evaldi the other night was dealing. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely looking like we're going to close this thing out tonight. Don't want to speak too soon. Especially but, after that. We just, we just ended that, ended yeah. that right there. Three I'm definitely outs. worried about the Astros for sure. I don't know. Have you watched the Astros play? No. Astros are very, very good. And I think I think really the winner of the Astros Red Sox series, assuming that we win this game, um, if the Red Sox do end up choking the series, we'll just cut this whole out. We'll cut yeah. this whole segment out. And yeah, but I think the winner of the Astros Sox series will take it home for sure. Yeah, it sounds sounds good to me. I'm I'm not I'm not positive when it comes to baseball. Yeah. Uh, anything else in the baseball world? You been watching any other uh, series or just the Sox? No, not really. 
just yep. the socks. I think I think we should just stick to the socks if you yeah. don't really know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. All right, guys, next up on Talking Tall, we're going to return to a segment that we started last week called Tall Tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not planned, but uh, I had another little incident, what was it, this past Friday at work, and it really just needed to be addressed. So we're going to stay on the topic of bathroom etiquette. Um, have, you, have you had any run-ins with bathroom etiquette in the past week? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay, but just a quick, a quick little. Uh, I'll side- think about it though while you read right, it. A quick little side story. Um, at school today, actually, the same bathroom where I had that conundrum last week. I was the same same bathroom, two urinal, one stall. I'm in there, peeing. As I do, mm-hmm. we got another guy walk in, and he he wasn't very tall, but he made quite the tall move. He didn't even flinch. He walks in, sees me at one urinal without even thinking about it, goes straight into the stall and pees. I, if, if you're listening, whoever you are, thank you. Thank you for your service. Yeah. But, so that, so that bathroom's uh, on the up and up, but I wanted to talk about a horrific incident that happened at work the other day. So I'm at Baba Sushi. As most of you know, I'm a valet. And so here's a little... Um, What's it called? Like, the part before the story? Prelude? Pro... Pro... Introduction? I don't know. Introduction? Okay. Here's a little uh, introduction to the story. So, I'm outside, valeting cars, doing my thing, and this guy comes out to smoke a cigarette. He, and in, he's, he's a tall guy. I'll give it to him. He was probably 6'5". So, right, right then and there, I had a lot of respect for this man. He had a gnarly English accent. Very nice guy smoking a cigarette, we're chatting it up, whatever, real nice guy, we're talking, we're talking, whatever, he leaves. Probably an hour later, I finished up work, went inside to go to the bathroom before I leave. So we have this, this same exact man, this English guy, English tall guy, far left urinal, and there's three urinals, one stall. So he's at the far left urinal, um, there was a very appropriate amount of space between each urinal, plus dividers. So I wasn't worried about that, but I still left a one urinal buffer because I'm a tall guy and I know what I'm doing in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I approach, whatever, unzip, start doing my business. And this man just starts picking up conversation right where we left off. I think we, he was talking to me about some real deep stuff, like what I was doing with my life, like just like, give, like my life coach almost. And this in itself is weird, having a conversation with a random person while you're both yeah. peeing. I mean, thank God we had the one urinal buffer. I would, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. So I'm looking straight ahead. I'm just kind of like giving this guy one word answers, and then like I, for some reason I turned over and looked at him, and he's just dead eye contact with me, as he's peeing. Yeah. Like trying to hold eye contact with me. This. You you can't do it. You just can't do yeah. that. I, Maybe I mean obviously this is just a terrible, terrible display of bathroom etiquette, but yeah. You said he had an English accent. Maybe things are different over there. You, you never know. That that could be it. But eye contact while you're peeing, and just like the act of turning your head. Like what yeah. if what if someone else had came in and filled that buffer, and then we'd be looking at each other with this guy. Like it was just a mess. Eye contact uh, is never a good thing in the bathroom. No, eye contact should never happen in the bathroom. Yeah. There's no no uh, circumstance where that should happen. Mm-hmm. It's just very uncomfortable for every party. And this guy wasn't bothered whatsoever. And the worst part was. 
so he I don't know he was peeing for a while because he was peeing while I walked in I walked in peed finished zipped whatever I started washing my hands he's still peeing maybe a stage right maybe I don't know he was still going and this is it got real ugly here too so in this bathroom there's no um paper towels it's only the the no, blower I was, things I was just gonna say something about that and they're super loud so I'm washing my hands he finally finishes up I go over to the blower he's still talking I start drying my hands and this blower is extremely loud this man starts screaming over the blower I can't hear a word he's saying between the blower and the, Eng- and the English accent it was such a disaster it was so bad I'm honestly I was gonna talk about this when you go to a bathroom and there's no paper towels and there's a blower obviously you hate to see it because I'm a huge paper towel guy yeah blowers honestly, are the worst Those 90% are- of the time I don't even use the blower yeah, I, th- I think that that's valid. I'm just a big, like... Air dry. Either, yeah, shake like, your hands. Shake them, like, maybe your pants if you're, like... Or, like, your sleeves or something. Just yeah. I just... I don't, for some reason, my hands feel not clean after I use one of those hand yeah, dryers. the blowers are not good. Yeah, they're the worst. Shout but, out, shout out, Mom, giving us the facts with those. Yeah. The worst are the ones, you know, the ones where it's like an opening and you put your hands into it in the bottom. Oh, those. And you're supposed to like put your hands in mess. and out really quick. Yeah. You don't, don't mess with those. Because then you end up touching it and there's just like yeah. water. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. You got anything else on bathroom etiquette? I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm, I'm ready to stop talking about this. No, but for anybody who was watching the game, the Yankees just made an absolutely terrible play with like three errors on an infield like pop up. Are, are the Yankees dead? I think the Yankees are dead. It is the top of the fifth inning in game four, and I think the New York Yankees are dead. Yeah. All right, we're going to jink. Let's stop talking about this. Uh, moving on, what do we got? Um, Patriots-Chiefs preview. Patriots-Chiefs, Sunday night. I cannot wait. This is by far the biggest game of the week, probably the biggest game of the season. Everyone's going to be watching. Uh, I'm not sure where the game is, but I think we all know how this went last time we played the Chiefs, week one after we won the Super Bowl. And we got smoked. So, I don't, I don't know what to think. I'm probably not going to bet on this game. Actually, who am I kidding? I'm definitely going to probably bet 100 on the Patriots. Yeah. But I'm definitely worried, especially with our defense facing such a fast offense. Patrick Mahomes shredded the Jaguars' defense this past weekend, so that really worries me. But I don't know. What do you think? I think that the Patriots definitely had a rough start, and I think that now they're ready to take on any challenge. I think that the winner of this game is like is going to be a serious contender for for the rest of the season and the loser's going to have to fight to stay in. So I think it's a big game. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess I just at some point Patrick Mahomes is going to have to show a sign that he's human. I mean, he's thrown one pick. He's he goes into or was it he goes into Jacksonville, shreds their the best quote-unquote yeah. best defense yeah. in the league. Made him look like Swiss cheese. So, I mean, at some point, this guy's going to have to come back down to planet Earth. And I'd like to apologize to all my friends in my gamblers group chat because I told everyone this was a trap game for the Chiefs and they were going to lose. And I probably lost a bunch of my friends, a bunch of money. So I'd like to apologize. Yeah. You got anything else on football? Um, I think we're going to football. All right. So as we get ready to get Kevin Durkin on the phone, guys, he is tall. The tallest guy by far we've ever had on this podcast. We got a lot of good things to talk about. Uh, let's give him a call. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Talking Tall. We are here live with Kevin Durkin, a.k.a. Dirkosaurus, a.k.a. Does anyone call you KD? KD? 
KD. Yeah, people call me that from time to time. AKA KD yep. on the phone here, making his first talking tall appearance. First things first, how tall are you, Kevin? I am six foot eight. Six. Wow. That's okay. First guest to be taller than either of us. Definitely taller than us. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we'll go to the next question. Yeah. What? Just talk about what it's like to see someone taller than you in public. How does it make you feel? Honestly, it's just so alarming because in my head, you never really see anyone taller uh, than you. Usually, I went to AAU tournaments and stuff like that. That was like a, a prime spot to see people taller, but everyday life, you know, you never really see many people over 6'5 or so. Yeah. So I say, when I do, it's kind of like, it's alarming. It's like, wow, am I really that tall, you know? Yeah. And I it, kind of get a different perspective of it. Especially like seeing someone even your own height because they look so monstrous and you're like, wow, this is what I look like to everybody. Because we're used to looking down to people and that's just like, you know, but yeah. people are used to looking up at us and then once we look eye to eye with people, it's like, whoa, it's crazy. You just kind of got to give them the nod of respect, like, what's up? Like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Tall guys unite. <laughs> All right, so you go to Springfield College, you're on the basketball team. This is your senior year, correct? Yes, sir, yep. And um, according to ESPN, you are suffering from an injury right now. Do you just want to talk about that? Correct. So early August, I fractured my fibula playing ball, went up for a rebound, came down the wrong on someone's foot. Um, I knew right away or something kind of snapped. Um, so it wasn't good. Worst thing ever. I thought it might have been just a sprained ankle. Uh-huh. Went to a ready med, got an ER, got a uh, x-ray rather. They said I fractured my fibula and then obviously big ligament damage on top of that in the ankle. So I'm pretty sure the fibula is healed up right now. I'm out of the boot as of last Thursday. Awesome. Um, now rehabbing, doing a lot of PT um, for the ankle, trying to get back. So timeline is about three weeks to a month or so. So we're getting back. You're getting back in time for the season? Yes, sir. So I'll probably miss the majority of preseason, but for the first game, I should be ready, hopefully. That's the plan at least. So as a tall guy, um, all tall guys know, we tend to suffer from knee, back, ankle problems. Um, Have you ever had an injury this serious or worse? Um, I can't speak on the back or knee problems as of yet. Um, Hopefully we keep that trend going. But ankle problems, definitely. Usually, obviously, I wasn't wearing a brace. Um, usually, I do when I play, so it kind of prevents them. But I don't know. Playing in the post a lot, I just find you're more likely to step on somebody's ankle, come down on somebody's foot. That's the worst. So yeah. you really got to watch out for yourself. Definitely take precautionary measures. It's wearing a brace, stuff like that. Yeah. But overall, yeah, I and mean, pretty good health for my size. So I mean, we'll see. It's good to hear. All right. So, uh, why did you choose Springfield, and what other schools did you consider? I chose Springfield because they had a great sportman um, program. Um, so I'll be graduating out of that in the spring. So I'm excited to get in the workforce. Um, definitely one of the top five in New England, I'd say. Yeah. And ideally, it was the right spot for me. I had a great basketball program. Just came on a visit, fell in love with the school, from everything from the people to the overall scenery of Springfield um, on the college campus and then stuff like that. I just thought it would be a great fit for me, and it has been. Yeah, I agree. Springfield's, uh, I never been there until after I started college, and I immediately regretted uh, never giving it a chance as far as visiting because it's just a beautiful campus. The basketball mm-hmm. facility is unbelievable, and especially being in the birthplace of basketball. Right, right. So um, yeah. you guys made quite the run last year in the national uh, bracket. You just want to talk about what yep. that run was like as underdogs? 
Yeah, so we went to the Final Four. Ultimately, um, we lost. We, in the New Max, our conference, we finished with the best regular season record. It was the first time in program history that we uh, finished that way, so that was an accomplishment itself. Um, people didn't see us doing that, never mind making it to the NCAA tournament. Uh-huh. We lost in the semifinals of the New Max play uh, at our place, so that was tough. Um, and then we came down to being on the bubble, whether we get into NCAA play or not. We were the last team announced, not the last team to get in, but the last team announced on the, um, the live show there they had to the NCAA tournament. So uh-huh. That was huge. That was such a, such a great feeling. Um, once we got in, we just definitely made the most of it. We all believed, bought in the system, just made a good run. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing the video of the whole team in the room as you guys got announced. That was pretty awesome, especially after seeing the run you guys made. That was huge. Top five moment. Uh, so sure. you guys adopted the nickname Birthplace Boys. What kind of... Uh, yep. That seems pretty intimidating going into nationals. Everyone's looking yeah. at you guys like basketball was invented in this very city. Just talk about uh, how that nickname helped carry you guys along. Um, that, I mean, we came up that two years ago. Obviously, being the Birthplace Basketball, we thought we had to have a little nickname for our team. Someone came up with the Birthplace Boys ever since it stuck. So really, I don't know, just kind of heading into the tournament, we knew... We were from the birthplace. That kind of gave us a mental edge, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, against some of the other teams, and definitely we made the most out of it. Made the most out of that name. Definitely to uh, run with it. Yeah. If I'm if I'm a random team from Western or the Western United States, and I hear that we're playing the birthplace boys, that's <laughs> it's not that's not something oh, yeah. I'm looking for. <laughs> so, what do you think about you guys having targets in your back this year? As far as, I'm sorry, say that again. What do you think? So you guys made it so far last year. You made that dream run. Um, you guys are obviously going to have targets on your back this year as far as every team wanting to beat you after what you did. Just want to talk about how um, you guys are going to prepare for teams. that You guys are going to be the team to beat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I believe going into this year we should be ranked top 25. I don't know exactly where, but we should be ranked. Um, so I think that alone is a target. Anytime you play a ranked team, it's kind of like, a game you get ready for all week, even games in advance. You're you're really waiting to play that top 25 team. Hopefully, knock them off. Yeah. Um, we got a good core coming back for sure, and a bunch of a good freshman class. So I think that'll definitely help us out. Um, in terms of how far we made it this past year, that's even more of a target on our back. Even if we're not ranked, people are always going to want to beat us. Um, uh-huh. The team from New England made it to the final four. I made it so far. Um, definitely, yeah, we're going to have a Yeah. So, do you guys are you returning most of last year's team? We are. We lost three players, um, two starters, and then six in the end. So, um, okay. I know for a fact everyone got better though. Just coming back, and then we got a good freshman class, three guys at least that are looking quite promising, especially this year and in the near future. So, hopefully, I think we can definitely. The goal is to win a new max title, and then obviously make a big run into the NCAA's like we did last year, and yeah. not go further. So. So, um, moving into the, as you guys moved deeper into the national tournament last year, how did, um, what was it like playing, where, where was it, in Texas? We went to Texas for our Thanksgiving um, little tournament thing. Um, we went to Salem, Virginia for the Final Four, and then we played a lot of games in um, Philly. 
Okay, so what, what, how different was the atmosphere down there versus here in Massachusetts? In Texas, it was different. The, the gyms, the stadiums, the facilities are definitely a lot bigger, something we're not used to as much up here. So that was definitely eye-opening. You know, the stadium is true. Everything's bigger in Texas. Mm-hmm. In terms of playing in Philly, playing the NCAA tournament, there's always going to be a live atmosphere, just much more intense. The competitions, you could argue, is better. Um, definitely a lot more preparation. It's obviously a big game, more of a key game than, say, a regular season game, not a conference game. Yep. So I'd say it's definitely a, a different feeling, but something you're you're used to from playing 30 games or so in a season. Yep. And I'm sure you, after playing so much AAU and traveling to Scotland, you're used to playing in uh oh, absolutely. Shout out, to, shout out to Coach Dex. Shout out to Scott Bryson, maybe. Can we say that? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if we can say that anymore. <laughs> All right, uh, to wrap it up, uh, we each have a question. Uh, we ask all our guests this. Uh, you think you're taller than me? Absolutely, I hope so. Uh, you think you're just, taller than me? Wait, just just say no. Just say no for the podcast. Absolutely not. I don't think so. What about me? You think you're taller than me? No. All right, well, we settled that. We are both taller than Kevin Durkin. Uh, thanks for coming on, Kev. Yeah, to have uh, a guest taller than Awesome, guys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, we'd like to have you back on maybe later in the season or the end of the season to recap. We'll definitely come try to watch you play this year. Oh, absolutely. Be great. Thanks, Hollis. All right. See you later. Take care. Sure. Take it easy. All right, guys. Uh, that interview was a lot of fun. I'm glad we could get Kevin on the show, get an actual tall guy in here. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to try to expand our um, variety of, of interviews. Guests. Yeah, try to get some different people on here. Um, I think that'll be good for us. I think that'll be good for the listeners, give you guys kind of a different different taste with every episode rather than just getting cranny on yeah get some although, big surprises. although cranny will be back on next week don't look now maybe maybe shout out cranny pink x doctor <laughs> all right so you want to talk you want to talk about uh talk about some fortnite yeah let's talk about some fortnite so um season six has been out for a little while and we got some big change with the map the floating island has been moving around now it seems pretty clear what its path has has been doing the the places the cube visited from last season and left those little uh, what are they called forbidden lands or something yeah something like that something like that uh, it's traveling from each of those and it's changing them a little bit there's going to be some little bouncy areas in the islands it's going to sit over there for a little bit then move around what do you think like once the island hits every spot like what what do you think is going to happen I I have a prediction I don't I want to hear what you got. I think it's definitely going to have something to do. I mean, the cube has something. Like, the cube is obviously immortal. We mm-hmm. thought it melted down. It came back up. It's it's carrying a thing around. Mm-hmm. I still think they got to mess around with the the whole dome thing. So I think the cube what might dome have, thing? The dome where it's like the dome is... Um, oh, of like zero gravity? Yeah, so what I think might happen is the, the island might fall apart. Mm-hmm. And I think the cube is just going gonna, gonna, to like destroy the dome. Wait, is there still a dome? There's not domes on the map anymore, though. Well, there's still rifts, the cracks in the sky. Oh, yeah. See, what I think is going to happen, it's going to hit all the, what is it, forbidden lands? Yeah, what's we'll off now. And then, I don't I something about this whirlpool in the center of Loot Lake, I'm thinking it's just going to suck in the island. It's just going to start eating things. I mean, what what else would it do? I think, I think it's going to suck the island in, the island's going to disappear, and then come back with a vengeance. Oh, you you know what I saw the other day? Did you notice that um, in the waterfall, 
that drops down from the Viking place, there's like a skeleton of like what looks like a giant like dinosaur, like the Loch Ness monster. Or something. Uh, I think I did see that. Seen that? And then along on the island, there's like giant skeletons of like these dinosaur-like figures. I don't know. I don't know what that could be. Oh yeah, like just just like on the ground, kind of. Yeah, that could, that like could. Chilling. I mean, it could be nothing. And then there's like tentacles. Yeah. Like I, that could be nothing, but that could also maybe hint towards season seven. That could tie in. I mean, you never know with Fortnite. They've always dropped like yeah. ridiculous things that people have like overhyped, and it turned out to be nothing. And, so. And that that's why Fortnite is still so huge. And people, I keep hearing people say, a bunch of haters saying Fortnite's dead. Fortnite's dead. No, Fortnite will never die, because you don't know what you're gonna get with Fortnite. They yeah. keep changing it. They give you random things, and there's just constant like little updates changing the map, and that's what keeps everyone playing. Yeah, I gotta admit, while I've been off the actual Fortnite grind, like I've still been playing it, but while I've been like a little bit disinterested in actually playing the game. I love to keep up with the map and the story just because it's so much fun to watch and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, so you saw the new rocket launcher coming out. Do you want to yeah. give your take on that? It's going to be absolutely destructive for about a week, as is every gun, and then it's going to get nerfed, and it's just going to be it's going to be average. I think it's not going to be anything to talk about, really. I think it's going to be gr- I think it's going to be the new minigun. It's yeah. going to be absolutely dominant. And then all it's going to be good for is taking down structures. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what? It looks like it's going to shoot what four rockets out at once. I, I mean, I was like trying to decide. I was thinking it's either going to be that or it's just going to be like a semi-automatic rocket launcher kind of. Like Where you sem- can just go boom, 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 boom. So you think it'll explode on contact, or there'll be like grenades? Probably going to explode on contact. I think it's a rocket launcher, not a grenade launcher. That is scary. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely going to cause some destruction for buildings. Um, so uh, is that out? That might be out right now, honestly. I'm not positive. I haven't played yet today, but um, yeah, we'll definitely get back to you on that. I think it is out. Maybe. So yeah, give us some feedback if you guys have used it. Um, you got anything else on Fortnite? Uh, well, um, oh, actually, I got one more thing yeah. on Fortnite. The guided missile needs to be vaulted. I disagree. Explain. Well, first, I'll, I'll make counterpoints. Why do you think it needs to be vaulted? stinks the thing is absolute dust if you when you open up a supply drop and there's a gold guided missile and you pick it up you need to be admitted into a psych ward because you are insane there are situations where i take it if i'm playing squads i take it but in what planet would you want to leave your body exposed as you're traveling around in a rocket that hits for like 10 damage to scout say you okay that's that okay okay you got you got me on that. That is the only reason is to scout. But as far as killing and destroying things, it has no use. I again, I disagree. Say, this is like the perfect situation for it. It's like three, four squads left. It's towards the end of the game. You and your squad are coming up, trying to look the third or fourth party of fight. You don't really know what's going on. You go in and scout, and if there's a build battle going on, that's perfect. To destroy the build. N- mean yeah, to destroy the build, but. It- their focus on build battling with each other. You can just sneak a rocket in there, knock somebody down to their death. Just it does damage. However, I mean, if you if you direct impact somebody, it does like ten damage. This it thing does like stinks. 70. seventy from a rocket. Give me a break. All right, even still, it does, it's not dust. It's good. It's dust. It is dust. Okay, so by that same standard, the pistol and the minigun should be vaulted. Well, no, you need. I mean, you need the pistol. What about the minigun? I mean. If they vaulted the minigun, I really wouldn't care because I'm never going to pick that thing up. 
It adds diversity don't, to the, the game. Only, the only, I guess, I mean, yeah, it does. But the only, I kind of like the minigun because I like have I like the minigun guy. Yeah, I'm the minigun guy. See, I like that. Yeah. Give me some. Every team needs a minigun guy. We've gone over this. There's no one better than the minigun guy because he usually stinks. Not, I'm not saying you stink, I but stink. usually the minigun guy stinks and he just sits there and he just sprays with the minigun. And he's a really good locker room guy. He's usually the one cracking jokes out there on the battlefield. you got to love the minigun guy. On the other hand, the guided missile guy, psychopath. Do never play with the guided missile guy. Never play with him. See, I, I think I'm just the most exotic Fortnite player when it comes to loadouts. It, seem, it seems to be that way. People, obvi- people will normally go, you know, like AR, shotgun, sniper, uh, submachine gun, right? Is that what, like, that's what you like? Yeah. And then, like, you take a heal. Yeah, I mean, I like my ideal lineup, AR, shotgun, sniper, shields, medkits, or something yeah. like that. Now, I'm a big AR guy, mm-hmm. huge AR guy, so I go AR, rocket, any any kind of explosive second. Instead of, instead of a shotgun? Instead of a shotgun second. And then my shotgun. And then wait, so grappler. You'll, so you'll, wait a minute, so you'll run around without a shotgun? What Wait, you, you go, you go. So your ideal lineup: AR, explosive. Are you, can it, like, do you count like grenades as explosives? Uh, I'll take those if I can't find anything else. But if I can't find, like, a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher, then that then like grenades will be last. So you're a big fan of the boom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, and then, never take a sniper. Never. Unless I can't find explosives. Not even a heavy. In very rare situations. See, I'll take any sniper I can get my hands on. Like, I'll even call me crazy, but I'll take a semi-automatic sniper. I don't no. care. I'm a huge grappler guy. I'll I'm take a, a minigun if I can find one instead of an explosive. I'll take a guided missile, and just give me the most exotic equipment you can find. I'll try to make it work. I will never take a grappler unless it's like I have an open spot and I'm just messing around with it. But I do applaud all you grapplers out there. Shout out Iggy Webs, Gamma underscore Kid, biggest grappler guy now. I disagree. I think I'm a big grappler guy. You might have to have a grapple off between Pink X Doctor Bougie and Gamma underscore Kid. Yeah. All right. Um, actually, there's one more thing I want to touch on Fortnite. Um, I'd like to apologize. I don't know if I said this on last week's Talking Tall, but I've I've been dissing the ice traps. What are they called? The freezers. I love them. I've been dissing them until I realized how fast you can move oh, if you go down a hill on those things. <laughs> the other day I was. Um, it was in like a 3v1 or something, like the final final battle, and I was trying to place a trap, I accidentally placed the freezer and froze myself, and I started like freaking out, and then all of a sudden I started going down a hill like a million miles an hour, escaped the fight, ended Screw up losing, but still, like, it got me out of there very quickly. Mm-hmm. Also, great for just messing with your friends. Definitely good Marco for messing You got me with this the other day, uh, I came in, him and one of our other boys were down, I scoop Marco. Oh yeah. Mark, I'm, I'm reviving the other teammate. Marco comes in and puts a freeze trap above my head. I start sliding away while I'm trying to revive the boy, my other boy. Mm-hmm. I got, I die. Marco slides away like a. I slid away. Criminal. Clutch, clutched out the victory, like like a true tall guy does. You got anything else on Fortnite, or can we uh, move on? We got a new segment coming up, guys. We can move on. We got a new segment coming up. Let's get into it. Alright guys, here we go with our new segment. This this is a good one here. I understand not all you guys are tall, 
we're not we we're, we're not all tall. I mean, we accept that. We, but you can we, learn. We love people of all sizes, and yeah, and that's why you're here to learn how to be tall. Yeah. And that is why we have our new segment called "How to Be a Tall Guy." Before before we get into this, I I have a new saying I like to coin. When it comes to being a tall guy, being tall is only half the battle. Mm-hmm. It's a mind state. It's it a is. mentality. It's mm-hmm. a lifestyle. It is. And we're here to teach you how to live that life. We're we're about to show you how it's done. Yeah. So make sure you're writing everything down. Get your pen. Yep. Get your pencils out. Um. Do you want Do you want to go first? Or do you want me? Uh. Yeah. We'll go back and forth. I'll go first. So. How to be a tall guy. Whenever you know this, this happens a lot. You're in the locker room. You you got people over. You want to do something, but someone says, "Oh, I don't have a sweatshirt. It's cold out. I don't have sneakers." You want you always want to be the first person to be like, "Oh, you can wear mine. You can borrow my stuff." Yeah. Because you know, unless you know, in rare situations, it might work. But you know, it's gonna guy. be too big. Mm-hmm. Now, humble brag, I wear size 15 shoes. Whoa. Love to offer people. Yeah, to wear my shoes. You're just you're just fishing for the. Oh no, you're too tall. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we're looking for. That's see, that's that's all we're looking for. You just say things just so, you can get that little compliment. Oh, yeah. oh you're too tall. Yeah. So you're too big for me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Too big. Right. All right, I'll go with my first one. How to be a tall guy? You must hit your head a lot. Yeah. All right. You mu- You just gotta hit your head. At work, the, um, there's a shed, at the hospital, and, I have to duck under it. And every once in a while, you know, I'll just tap my head on it just so everyone notices. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, you actually hit your head on that? You're so tall. And I'm like, yep. And even if even if you hit your head and you look around and nobody saw it, you'd be like, oh, geez. And then someone would be like, what happened? You'd be like, oh, I just hit my head. I'm, I'm so tall I can't make it under this yeah. under this uh, overhang here. It's like, look yeah. at me. Yeah. That's that's one of my go-tos. That, yeah, that's a great one. When I'm feeling small. Uh, another good one, how to be a tall guy grabbing stuff off the top shelf for no reason mm-hmm. so just like somebody's like oh can you can you grab me that that cereal box and you're like oh this one and you'll grab one off the very top shelf yeah and like no the one that's right next to you yeah or just like no one says anything and you're just like oh i'm just gonna grab this off the top shelf yeah and another little spin off of that is touching like door like the top of doors oh, yeah. or just like touching things that are high yeah just so for no reason, just so that people can see that you can, like, yes, I am capable of touching that, if you were wondering. Yeah, or, like, if you're if you're just, like, doing that classic, like, it's like, oh, you, like, hold something above somebody's head because you're so tall. Yeah. You just take somebody's, like, phone and you just, like, put it up somewhere high and you're just mm-hmm. like, ha, you're dead now. Yeah. Um, my turn? Yeah. How to be a tall guy, you must be clumsy, all right? That is the tall guy swag. You just gotta be clumsy. It's all on the walk. And it's all in the talk, baby. Yeah, sometimes I'll just eat shit for no reason, just so people are like, wow, he's just yeah. clumsy. And, I mean, not that we do it on purpose, but a lot of times we can't help it. We have yeah. so much leg and so much arm. A lot of people don't understand that aren't tall. Walking, just the simple task of walking as a tall guy is yeah. not, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. We feel very awkward. There's a lot of, I got a lot of arms hanging around. I don't know what to do with them. Put them in my pockets, cross my arms, and it just results in me looking very awkward, but that's how tall guys do it. You yeah. gotta, you gotta be clumsy like that mm-hmm. you gotta trip over yourself you gotta fall down the stairs yep. That's, you just fall down the stairs alright <laughs> and your mom will be like what are you doing you'll be like sorry mom I'm so tall I fell down the stairs actually true story there's been so many different occasions where Marco has fell down the stairs I do one time lot. he actually fell up the stairs <laughs> not only did he fall up the stairs he put his head through the wall no that's not how it went I was <laughs> I, I like to get up the stairs in creative ways 
whether it's going three steps at a time <laughs> or getting on all fours and like crawling up the stairs and so that's what I was doing I was moving real quick I was doing like a bear crawl up the stairs I got to the top and as a celebration I did a somersault <laughs> and my head went straight through the wall left a nice little hole there my dad patched it up but he said, sorry mom like I'm so tall I couldn't execute a somersault in the hallway and then kind of recently just about a couple months ago didn't you fall down the stairs too yeah and I got concussed Mo- it's mostly because I'm trying to like maybe I'll try to go up like one too many steps at once like I'll try I to stretch at school yeah it's just like oh you want to see me get up six stairs at a time yeah like, <laughs> see me stretch it out here over six steps and that's how we fall so you, you just got to do it yeah all right uh how to be tall guy take up infinite leg room mm-hmm. so just like if if the seat even if it goes back far enough like in a car you're gonna be like oh the seat doesn't go back farther yeah and you gotta be like oh shotgun you always call shotgun right away and if somebody tries to take it away from you and be like i'm sorry are you tall yeah that's the thing you don't you really don't even have to call shotgun because say like another guy calls shotgun and you just look at him you're like really look at me come on look at me <laughs> and you 95 percent of the time you'll get shotgun yeah because no one really wants to be stuck with you in the back taking up the entire room yeah. but you always must make everyone around you know that you will not fit in the back. You just got to make it known. Like, yeah, I'm too tall. I will not fit in the back. Uh, My next one is to duck even when you won't be hitting your head. So walking through doorways that if I walked at, like, my normal height, I wouldn't hit my head. I still duck sometimes just so, like, people are like, whoa, like, your head is so close there. I'm like, yeah, that's why I ducked. Even though I would have been perfectly fine walking through it anyway. You got to do the little, like, you grab it with your hand and you, like, pull yeah. yourself under yeah. just so it's, like, super exaggerated. Yeah, just so you can alpha the doorway. Yeah. That's where that's... Yeah, I do that a lot. You just manhandle the doorway. Just, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, my last one is not fitting into stuff you should, either because you don't want to or you just want to seem tall. Like, give an example. So, like, kind of like this. You're sitting in a car and it's, like, even if you have room, you're, like, oh, I can't do this. Like, this is this is not good. Oh, yeah. Or... One for me is uh, roller coasters. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Six Flags. Yep. I can't ride Superman anymore. Yep. Because my knees don't fit between the seats. It's horrible. It's terrible. All right. Uh, my last one is kind of similar. It's just pointing out places that you won't fit for no reason. Yeah. So say you're walking down the street and a Fiat rolls by, one of those tiny little cars. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't fit in that thing. I'm too tall. Yeah. Just for no reason. Just pointing it out. They're just like, you, like, somebody's, like, saying, like, oh, I'm going to put you in a locker, like, you're going to fight, like, at school or something, you're like, oh, yeah, good luck. Yeah, or even if someone doesn't say that, just walking by in the hallway, I'd be like, yeah, I probably wouldn't fit in a locker because I'm too yeah. tall. You'd be like, hey, you want to see me try to get in this locker? Because <laughs> it won't happen. These are things you need to do, guys, if you want to seem taller. Even if you're not tall, if you do these things, people will be like, oh, that guy, that guy is kind of tall, actually. He's, yeah. kind of a, he's kind of a tall guy. Yeah. You just gotta, it's all about appearance, it's about how you act. It's a mind state, how Gino, how Gino said earlier. Yeah. Uh, you got any honorable mentions? No, nope, I don't how think so. A, how to be a tall guy? Hope you guys wrote all this down, uh, I'm sure you will see much Study more success. Yep. Report back to the progress. Yeah. I want to hear how it's going. Yeah, I want to hear how it's going for you guys. If you do these things, you will make it much farther in life as a tall guy. Make it much taller in life. Yep. Alright, ready to close this thing out? Yep. 
All right, guys, this was a great episode. We want to thank Kevin Durkin for coming on. Uh, look for him in future episodes. Uh, get updates on the Springfield College basketball team. Um, before we end this show, we'd like to give a special shout-out to our honorary tall guy of the week. You want to you give it to him? Yep. So we haven't done this in a while, but honorary tall guy of the week, a guy very tall, much deserving of it. I know he's listening to this. He's waiting for this episode to yep, come out. This, this, Number this, one fan. This tall guy is sitting at his phone, updating Apple Podcasts, waiting for this episode to drop right now. And I know that because I've gotten a Snapchat every single day asking when the next episode is being dropped. Less, less than an hour ago, he, he Snapchatted me. He literally made a group chat with me and Marco yep. to ask us when the next one was yep. going to come out. And he called the group chat Talking Tall. Yep. You um, know who you are. Yep. You know what's coming. You Shout want- out Luke Salvador. Shout out Luke, honorary tall guy of the week, of our the biggest week. fan. Um, it's guys like this that get me and Gino in the studio every Tuesday. That's we right. just want to thank you for all your support, Luke. I think we got we got to get him a shirt. We got him a shirt. Yeah, we we don't have shirts, we'll but get him, we'll, we'll get him out. We'll, we'll get him out on the podcast sometime. Yep. Yeah. So thank you for your service, Luke Salvador. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We love you guys. Love it. <laughs>